this is the Christian Circle Podcast and you're listening to Pamela Fernandez, where we have conversations about Christian living. Here's the show. So good morning. Welcome to a new episode of our podcast. And we have a new guest today, Anne DeSantis. She's going to talk to us about a major problem that we have in our Christian life, and that is gossip. Now, most of us have been affected by gossip in some way. Some of us have participated in it. And uh, Anne is going to talk to us how and why this is a problem. So before we start, Anne, tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry. Thank you, Pamela. It's such a blessing to be here with you and your listeners. And um, I I wish them all uh, a wonderful day on this beautiful summer day that we are uh, having this podcast. And I am a wife and a mother. And I also am the director for a Catholic foundation called the St. Raymond Onatis Foundation, for freedom, family, and faith. And you can learn about us at the website, which is nonatus.org. And I'll just spell it just in case. It's N-O-N-N-A-T-U-S.org. And we help families in crisis. Uh, And our initial mission has been to help those who are affected by divorce and separation, which is another topic aside from the one that we are discussing today. But just to put it out there to your listeners uh, to find out more about what I do. And I'm also a writer for three different uh, Catholic publications. I write for Catholic 365, uh, CatholicMom.com, and also another one called Catholic Lane. So the reason you had gotten in touch with me was about this particular article that I wrote actually back in 2016 uh, with CatholicStand.com initially. And the, the article was entitled, One Way to Honor God, Stop Gossiping. You know, it's surprising because... That post, uh, I usually don't see the dates for the post. Uh, I usually just look for, for, for the, the person who's written and, and how they can help us um, give us wonderful tips about something. And, and the first thing that you mentioned about gossip was that it's so destructive. And there are numerous, I mean, the Old Testament is full of verses that says we shouldn't be involved in slander. We should guard our tongues. So why is gossip a problem and why is it a sin? Well, you you said it best. I mean, it's in Holy Scripture and right from God, we shouldn't be gossiping. And it's also, you know, for those of us who are uh, Catholics, also within our catechism, uh, gossip is a sin. So we do need to be aware of it because it really is everywhere in society. Uh, It's in our homes, our extended family, neighborhoods, work. And sadly, it's even in our churches. And I know that in my article, I also address that too. Because if we are people of faith and people who are honoring God's word, then we should not be gossiping about each other either. But how would you differentiate? Now, a lot of people will say, you know, I'm talking about my, my husband or my wife or my children or, you know, my neighbor. So how do we differentiate talking from, from gossiping? Okay, well, I actually made a list here and I thought I could read it through with, with you and the listeners about sure. what actually is gossiping. and. Yeah. You know, there's a fine line between gossiping and bullying. So we need to also remember that too. Because when you're gossiping about someone, uh, it's a very fragile thing for a human being, especially someone who does have some kind of um, emotional issues. Uh, So when they're dealing with other people who are sort of bullies or gossips, um, it's a very dangerous thing for for the person who is uh, more of a fragile personality. Mm -hmm. So some of the ways that I think people bully or gossip are First of all, uh, the physical aspect of bullying, which we all are aware of, and that's when, it, when 
bullying actually does get physical, which we won't get into on this podcast, but just wanted to also make people aware. And also gossiping in someone's presence that happens in groups, such as at school, work, parties, neighborhoods, mm -hmm. and as I said, sadly, even at church, taking information that we share in confidence, whether it's true or false, and sharing it. Mm -hmm. I'm listing these ways now. Yeah. Bullying it also can be, and gossiping, purposely ignoring someone, whether individually or in a group. And it can be done on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or others. Gossiping in families, talking to parents about other siblings, uh, and parents who also talk to their kids about their siblings. Uh, that can be also very dangerous because there's a fine line there when you're talking about someone's business and when you are discussing business that should really not be discussed with other people. Mm -hmm. And especially when a parent or when a child pretends that they did nothing wrong afterwards. Mm -hmm. When you approach someone and say, you know, I know that you talked to so-and-so about this topic and they say, oh, I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that drives me crazy. <laughs> Lord, help us. Um, now, I also like to get into, if I could, uh, and this is something that I became aware of, Pamela, after I wrote the article in 2016, uh, because I'll admit I've even had some, um, some therapy on this, dealing with uh, narcissistic and another type of personality is that Machiavellianism. I don't know if, if some of the listeners are familiar with that. That is a personality of someone who uh, their psychological trait is centered on interpersonal manipulation. They're usually unemotional, cold, and indifference uh, with a lack of morality. And, you know, this is a personality disorder. So it's good to know, I think, that some of what we're dealing with, yes, it's spiritual. Yes, it's biblical. But it's also psychological, too. Mm -hmm. And just to be aware that we're dealing with people who are, you know, they're so immersed in their own narcissistic personality that gossip becomes a deep part of who they are. And, you know, I don't know, I, I think I, it would be good for me to just list off what is a narcissistic personality. It's someone who has an inflated uh, sense of self-importance. Mm -hmm. And I, I got this information from activebeat.com, uh, always talking about themselves, fantasizing, believing they are superior, requiring constant praise, mm -hmm. a sense of entitlement taking advantage of others, and also envious of others. So, I mean, these are just things to, for us to be aware of that the psychological realm sometimes intersects with the spiritual realm too. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we can talk about more about ways that we can avoid it and ways that we can recognize it. Because I think part of um, dealing with this problem of gossip is understanding the different personality types which are out there. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's hard to understand someone who truly is uh, so immersed in their own selfishness that gossip is to them, it's just nothing. It's just another part of their day. And they don't recognize it as a sin. And therefore, it does happen everywhere. Even, like I said, even sadly, even in our church communities. I had a friend uh, who's also been on this podcast and who said, um, when you're talking about yourself and your life, that's talking. And when you're talking about someone else's life to someone else, that's gossiping. Yes, so, absolutely. So, you know, it, it's strange, but 
in a way, you mentioned that being humble, the first step to recognizing that you're gossiping, the first step to, to realizing that this is a sin is being humble. And quite frankly, I don't understand how that works. So can you explain how does being humble help? Well, being humble helps because without humility, you can't move forward at all in the spiritual life. Mm-hmm. And as I was discussing the personality disorders, is that a person who is that narcissistic personality or the Machiavellianism, it, it's the inability to be humble. So for us to overcome that, we need to go to God. The only place that we can find humility is through the Lord and through prayer mm-hmm. and recognizing that we will not move forward with, with, uh, without humility in, in, in our lives, both spiritually and just generally speaking. Because life is not an easy task for any of us, no matter how old we are. Yeah. And, and we need to pray, we need to call on the Lord, and we need to be mindful that pride is the first sin. It really is. It's a capital sin. And, and without, without uh, humility, we will fall into pride. And that's really what the, the heart of gossip really is, is pride. It is. It's, um, we're looking at ourselves and our entertainment because that's what gossip comes down to, Pamela, is that it's entertainment at the expense of somebody else. Yeah. And for anyone who's listening right now and you're understanding and listening and thinking, wow, I understand what that means. Uh, you know, we'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. And I invite you to connect with me uh, through the foundation that I represent, as I said, it's the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith at nonatus.org. There's a contact form there. Uh, please get in touch with me because we're all about helping uh, individuals and families in crisis. And when you've dealt with, with gossip in your life, and sometimes it really can destroy people. It really can. And I don't think that many of us understand how far that can go as far as really destroying someone's life with what you say and your words and their reputation, whether it's true or not, it's not our business to spread that to other people. Mm-hmm. And it is against God truly is. And I don't think enough on a personal note, I don't think enough Christians or Catholics understand how serious that sin really is. It is said that, um, you know, you take years to build a reputation and gossip can destroy it overnight. And, and that's sad because um, gossip does just just a, a few words, a few snickers can really destroy somebody's reputation, their business, their marriage, their life, their everything. That's right. That's right. And, and, and I've seen it happen in neighborhoods. I've seen it happen in families, in extended families. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say it again, I've seen it happen at church. I've seen it happen with clergy because clergy sometimes, uh, we we must pray for them. And once they start to care more about what the gossipy man or woman at church says about other parishioners or in the congregation than they do about what God thinks, yeah, God is frowning upon that. So we, we need to recognize it as something that is happening and we need to stop ourselves from doing it. So what are some of the rules that you've listed uh, to help stop gossiping, whether we are on the receiving end, whether we're on the, the giving end, uh, what are the rules that we can follow to stop gossip? Okay, I listed some here. Um, the first one is to begin by having a real dialogue with God and pray. Now, 
let's examine what do we mean by a real dialogue. Some people, uh, and I've been guilty of it myself, we get involved in rote prayer or even rote scripture reading or uh, and, and even even with our friends, when we get together and do some kind of Bible study or uh, prayer life, is that we're so into a rote way of doing things that we don't have a real dialogue with God about what makes God happy and what makes God unhappy. And our religion and our faith is not a set of rules. Okay, God does care about how we treat human beings. Yeah. And I think when it comes down to it is that some people view religion as just that, a set of rules or a catechism. And it's so much more than that. It is a relationship. And just the way that God, we don't want God to treat us as a, uh, a ruler who only cares about whether or not we follow uh, the strict rules of our faith. We want to feel loved. Well, that's how people want to feel too. Yeah. And people who've been subject to gossip or the destructive words of others, they want to feel loved as well. So we have to remember that relationship with God begins with a true dialogue. Now, that was number one. Number two, I would say make friends with sincere people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, let's examine that again. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's going to be sincere people in every walk of your life, okay? Whether it's in your family, extended family, your neighborhood, your school, your work, and your church. There's going to be insincere people in all of those places as well. And going back to our personality disorders that I discussed at the beginning of, this, of the podcast, our narcissistic personalities are going to exist in all of those places too. So we need to remember that. Now, the other thing about, and I'm going to go back for a second, about narcissist, narcissistic personality, which I scratch my head at this sometimes, but oftentimes they are popular people yeah. because, not, because misery does love company, okay? And we can't forget that. So sometimes we might have the person in our neighborhood or even in our family, they're very well-dressed, they're very perfect, they say all the right things, they're very witty. Everybody laughs when they talk, you know, but they're honestly and truly when I talk about sincere people, they're not always the sincere people, are they? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the sincere people is the quiet person, the person in your neighborhood that maybe nobody else talks to mm -hmm. or the, the person at your church that's alone in the pew, but they're not in the little circle of people that are laughing with the priest at the back of the church or the pastor mm -hmm. uh, they, that they all go out for coffee afterwards after, after the service or the mass. Okay, it might be that quiet person that doesn't have as many friends. So I would say number two is make friends with sincere people because they're the people that you want to um, connect with. Three is talk less, listen more. <laughs> we, have, we have two ears and one mouth, okay? And a lot of gossip happens when we're in groups. I don't know if you've noticed that, Pamela, but I certainly have, whether it's uh, extended family gatherings or uh, church circles, neighborhoods, but a lot of gossip happens uh, in those kinds of settings or parties. So talk less, listen more. And I'll tell you, when I'm in a, in a circumstance, when I feel overwhelmed about the discussion that's happening, that's when I'm quiet and I quietly slip away, which we'll get into in a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, number four is listen and rely on the Holy Spirit because it's, we have to recognize the devil when he's present, okay? And gossip is the devil. It really is. It's the devil's um, 
It's the devil's ways of sneaking up on us. And as I've said before, you know, a couple times during this is that even within the walls of the church, it's happening. So we need to remember uh, to rely on the Holy Spirit and listen to him because uh, the evil one wants, wants, to, wants to say evil and negative things about other people. Okay, if you have a problem with somebody, you know, and I, I didn't add this to the list, but I'm going to say it now. And I live by this. It's not the easiest thing to do. If you have a problem with someone, go directly to that person. Don't do it in a group. Don't be passive aggressive. Yeah. Passive aggressive, aggressive behavior is the worst thing that you can do. Uh, you, will, you will make gossip even worse if you give in to that. Now, a lot of, some people say women can be passive aggressive. I don't know if that's true or not. I just know that I'm not. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you know, it's not the easiest thing because when you are a person of your word and you go directly to a person, you say, you know, uh, I want, I'd like to talk to you about, about this, that, or the other. Be direct. Just like the Bible says, your, your yes mean yes and your no mean, yes, mean no. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's the best way to handle uh, passive aggressive behavior. Number five is most important, walk away and refuse to participate. Now, once you start to do that, you will get a reputation for (laughs) not wanting to be, you will find that you will be less a part of the group than ever. Mm -hmm. And I think the more you become a person who hates gossip, uh, yes, you are going to have a smaller group of friends. You are going to have a smaller group of extended family. Yes, you will be invited to less parties. Mm. Yes, you will not be invited to as many church gatherings with people who think that you're going to ruin their fun when they're talking about the, the, the pastor that they don't like or whatever, or the parishioner that nobody likes. Because you'll, you'll be the one to say, you know what, this is wrong. I will not participate in this. Mm. And I've done that before. And I'll tell you, uh, it's one of the hardest things to do. But you walk away knowing that you did the right thing. Okay. And I guess there's a gentle way to say things, but unfortunately we live in a world that not everybody is able to hear gentle words. Sometimes we have to let that yes mean yes. And that no mean no, mean no. And we need to teach this to our kids. Yes. I mean, I have two daughters. Uh, I'm in my fifties. I'm 55 and I have uh, two daughters in their twenties, 23 year old and a 21 year old. And I homeschooled them mm. and they were homeschooled from uh kindergarten through grade, grade 12, and one's in college now and one is graduated. And she's now the director of religious education at a church, doing a wonderful job. Both of them are awesome human beings. But I taught them from a young age that being popular is not important. We need to instill this in our kids. Yeah. Because people think, you know, how do people become popular in our culture? Let's think about it. You're good looking, you have money, uh, you're witty, right? Yeah. Uh, you might have a big, beautiful home and you're, uh, you know, everything just seems perfect and right. And guess what? Being witty also sometimes includes stomping on other people. Yeah. Okay. And that's, that's wrong. Okay. We need to recognize that. Look at an example like, like St. Teresa of Calcutta and the Catholic church, as we say, uh, St. Teresa of Calcutta or mother Teresa, as others know her. She's a perfect example. It's about being Christ for other people. Stop, we need to stop worrying about things like whether our clothes are perfect all the time, whether our hair looks perfect all the time, whether we have this little group of friends that we socialize with and 
uh, whether every relative thinks that we're the best, right? Yeah. Forget it, it, We need to walk away from all of that. And I'll tell you something, it's not easy because guess what? I've done it myself and it is not an easy task, but it's the right thing to do. And, and personally, I haven't had to deal with gossip anymore because pretty much everybody knows I'm against it. <laughs> and, and for the most part, I don't have to deal with it as much anymore because once you make that known, you know what, I'm not going to stand for this. Then yes, your group will get smaller, but you know, you'll be closer to God. So I don't know if you have any other, uh, other questions, um, but it's, it's nothing that we will always have to deal with because no matter what, we will be tempted. We are going to be tempted to, to gossip. And as you said at the beginning of the program, anytime you share something about a human being that you were told don't say anything and you still went ahead and did it, well, you made a mistake because that person told you something in confidence. And we shouldn't be sharing that. So what do we do now if we have done it? Okay, so we realize now we have, and this is, I'm not saying that we do it intentionally. A lot of times there's a very thin line between talking and gossiping and suddenly you're in a conversation and, you know, it's happened. So what do you do now when you've participated in it and now you realize, okay, you've made a mistake. How do you fix this? Okay, now I'm going to give you two answers here. One is what would I do and two, the church's answer. Okay. I'm a Catholic, so I do believe in the sacrament of confession. So taking it to God and getting, getting forgiven for, for that sin of, of gossip. And for those who are listening who are Christian, take it to God and, and be forgiven and, and pray about it because you, need, you do need to get forgiveness from God for, for spreading uh, gossip about other people, whether it's true or false, it doesn't matter. Because if that person told you not to talk about such and such and you did, then you did something incorrect. Now, I know that there's instances where maybe someone was on the verge of suicide and you had to tell an authority. That's different. You know, that, that's different. I'm talking about other things that are not da a danger to someone's life, okay? Yeah. Uh, you need to get uh, to, to take care of that. Now, my own answer is, I, I try to fix, fix things. So I would go back and if I mistakenly did or did talk about somebody and I felt very guilty, I would say to, I would call that person and I would say, listen, I really made a mistake. I taught, I told so-and-so about this and I shouldn't have, please forgive me for doing that because you know what? I don't want that person to come back to me and say that they heard that I said this, that, or the other. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I don't want that. So I will go to that person. Now, is that difficult? Yeah, it's very difficult to do that because the person may get angry with you and they may say, well, why did you say that? I told you not to say anything. But it's the right thing to do. So if you make the mistake, go back to the person and tell them. Okay? Yeah. And the other thing is, you know, your friends and your relatives need to know where you stand when it comes to talking about other people. Mm. You know, and I'm going to say that in my own extended family, uh, most people in my extended family know and have even said, hey, we will not talk about this in front of Anne because she doesn't want to hear it. Mm. For instance, uh, I'll give you one example. I'm not into group text texting because I do think that sometimes group texting can be a bullying tactic for yeah. some. Yeah. It really can because the person that's... Uh, the more quiet person, the person who is 
not as on the in in the group can sometimes uh, be left kind of empty-handed with how to respond with the narcissistic and Machiavellianism personalities, as I said, you know, and going back to what is uh, Machiavellianism, it is a psychological trait centered on interpersonal manipulation, mm-hmm. on emotional coldness, and indifference, and, and indifference in morality. Mm-hmm. Okay, these are people uh, of all places in society, including the church. Mm-hmm. So when you're dealing with a person like that and you're on a group text with them, they're not going to care whether you have an opinion or not. They want to get their point across, yeah. right? So just be aware too that, you know, there is a psychological factor. I go back to that because it did take me time and therapy to figure this out because I did a lot of praying, a lot of talking to spiritual people. And I found out that even within our church, you know, the church isn't perfect either. Mm-hmm. And even within religious life and, and within, uh, church circles, you are going to have those kinds of personalities. Uh, and, and I think, in my opinion, when I see those personalities, they're sort of dangerous for me. Uh, I keep my distance. Now, am I, am I kind? Yes. Am I uh, congenial? Yes. But I, I, don't, I choose not to have pers- a close personal relationship with narcissistic personalities, if that makes any sense. Because it's not good for my... Uh, psychological health mm-hmm. and and you know there is an intertwining there between our spiritual health and our psychological health and i think we need to be aware of that as humans because god cares about all of us mm-hmm. and nothing can be everything can be overcome with prayer mm-hmm. but we need to be guided by the holy spirit so in the end uh what what we actually should be doing is praying more about it if we find that the people in our lives uh, our own second nature is, you know, getting involved in too much gossip or we're becoming too gossipy. Uh, I guess we need to be spending more and more time in prayer. Yes, we do need to be spending more time in prayer because the prayer will lead you to the correct behavior and way to handle it. Now, I just want to say this, Pamela, uh, prayer is the key. Now, we have to make sure that people understand that prayer is also not a magic wand. <laughs> yeah. Because I was at a point, now I'm, I'm going to be very honest on this podcast, okay? I was at a point, uh, it was about 10 years ago, where I did go through a depression. And it did have to do with this topic. Oh. And it was the fruit of this article, okay? okay? So what I learned from that is that you can pray for a very, very long time and read your scripture but those personality types that I mentioned are still, they still exist. Mm-hmm. So the prayer will lead you to find, as I mentioned in my, my how do we deal with that, is to make friends with sincere people, mm-hmm. okay? Those sincere people, I'm going to be honest, they're not even always going to be Christians or people that are exactly like us. Yeah. I mean, sometimes a sincere person could be someone who's searching for their faith. For someone who is not quite, you know, on the same exact page as we are spiritually. I mean, I've met, honestly, I've met good people on the religious side of life and on the non-religious side of life. But I would say seek out sincere people because I have seen insincere people both in and outside of the church. So if you want to deal with gossip in the right way is just be careful with who you become friends with you know it's hard to find a good friend yeah honestly 
the older I've gotten, I'm, I'm 55 now, and my circle has gotten much smaller. Yeah. And I don't always share every little thought in my head with every person I meet. And that was the fruit of the article. One way to honor God is to stop gossiping, which I wrote in 2016. And it's taken me on the journey that I'm at now, where now I understand these personality types. And it has helped me in my prayer to find sincere people. Now, hopefully, if you can find a sincere person who is a person of faith, then I would say, do that. Find a person who, who has the mindset that you do within your faith. You honor the Lord. Uh, pray together. Maybe they're even the same religion as you. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Catholic, but like I said, I have friends in all walks of life. I have good friends that are uh, non-religious at all, and I have friends that are exactly like I am. Uh, so, but remember, the key is sincere people, okay? And and God will lead you there, and 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 through your prayer, because you know God wants us to be happy. He does not want us to be depressed. But we have to recognize the devil when we see him, and the devil does exist in gossip. And, I, and, and that was my hope when I wrote this article, was that people would begin to see that it exists everywhere. Mm-hmm. And not to be afraid. And remember that it's destructive, yes. The initial key is humility, as I say in the article. Examining one, one's heart towards humility, and also simply walking away from gossip. And opening our eyes to love to love others and to the needs of others. You know what? Once we see how wrong gossip is, we want to go toward the marginalized. Okay. God put me in a situation where I truly experienced what it felt like to be marginalized when I went through that depression that I went through. And now I can understand when I see people who are sort of um, the victim of those narcissistic personalities of our world. And I go toward those people more than I do those power seekers, you know, and the power seekers are everywhere, as I said. Mm -hmm. So go toward those people, the people that you see that Mother Teresa went toward were Mm -hmm. those who were powerless, right? They should be our friends. They should be our friends. We shouldn't worry what clothing we have on, whether we have that perfect hairstyle or how perfectly neat and, and beautiful our home is. Okay, if somebody wants to gossip about me because my hair didn't look right one day, then go ahead. Please do. <laughs> God has other better things to talk about than whether I, I waited a couple more weeks to get my hair colored, if that makes any sense. <laughs> and, I'm and making a joke, you know. I know, I know. And, and, and I feel like now because of social media, I feel like we tend to provide a lot more fodder for gossip. And then we complain on the same side that people are gossiping about us. So a lot of this narcissism is, is slowly being bred into us, into our children through social media. Yes, absolutely. And we need to teach our kids that they, I, I try to, not to make a joke, but pound it into my daughter's heads, how unimportant it is of what people think of you. Yeah. yeah. And if you can help your children to understand that at a young age, only care about what God thinks about you and your parents, maybe people, right? Not all parents, I hate to say it, not all parents. If your parents are not people of faith, then maybe you shouldn't even worry about what they think. I mean, it's one of our 10 commandments. And of course, when we're, gro- when we're growing up, that is something that we should be doing is caring about what our parents think. But not everyone comes from a family of faith, okay? Yeah. Not everyone's parents honors the 10 commandments or go to church or care about God or think about Jesus, okay? So in that respect, pray for your parents, 
but realize that they're human too. And God is first before your parents, okay? Or before your siblings or friends. What the Lord thinks and what we are taught as Christians and Catholics is more important than anything else. That's my point. Not to disobey the, the, the commandments. <laughs> so uh, anyway, thank you so much for sharing, uh, Anne, about your experience. And I, I didn't know that, that the post came out from your own personal experience, but it's, it's, it's so fruitful. And, and I'm sure this will help many, many people. Um, if people want to get in touch with you and reach out to you, where can they find you online? Okay, I'm going to give you two websites. And I will also, I also would like to enlighten people about a couple podcasts that I'm involved with. Uh, so first of all, my work is nonatus.org, N-O-N-N-A-T-U-S.org, St. Raymond Onatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. Uh, you can also go to my personal website, andesantis.com, A-N-N-E-D-E-S-A-N-T-I-S.com. I'm also a 55-plus model and actress from the greater Philadelphia area. And that is a very part-time thing that I do because my primary profession is uh, being the director for a nonprofit. Uh, so they can also uh, email me, uh, and I will give you my podcast uh, email address. It's sewinghopeatpatchworkheart.org. That's S-E-W-I-N-G, hope at patchworkheart.org. Dot org. That is the podcast that I, that I um, do every single week, twice a week. As I said, it's spelled S-E-W-I-N-G, Hope Podcast. It is uh, twice a week, Tuesdays, 9 a.m., Thursdays, 6 p.m. And you can learn more about that at my website at andesantis.com. Okay, great. So thank you so much for spending your um, Saturday morning with us to record this episode. Uh, thank you and uh, hope your podcast does great. And uh, maybe we'll have you back soon. Oh, I would love it. Thank you so much, Pamela. You have a wonderful weekend. And God bless to everyone who's listening. I would love to hear from you. And I'll pray for anyone, too, who's listening who has been affected by gossip. Because believe me, I do understand. God bless. For this episode, we just want to remind all our listeners that um, our previous episode with Steve Ray made the um, NCR, the National Catholic Register, uh, thank you to everybody who wrote back. And uh, hopefully, if you can like us, subscribe to us, and then even leave a review, uh, it would be really, really helpful. So have a great weekend all, and uh, we'll see you soon with a new episode of our podcast. Mm -hmm.